superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm looking out the window. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I do not see a pig Pig's flying out there. <laughs> I'm going to have to believe it when I see it. The Washington Commanders apparently up for sale. The Rich Eisen Show. If you make our number, we'll sell the team. And the number's going to be north of $5 billion. Today's guests. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, ESPN NBA reporter Nick Friedel, plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Yes, Rick sir, Eisen. Lamar Jackson's on this show. Come on now, come on now. How about that? How about we come on the air with the news that Lamar Jackson's on this show? And that, and that remarkably, we come on the air... Here on this busy Thursday in the first week of November, and when we went on the air yesterday, um, and, and the Philadelphia Phillies had hit a million home runs against <laughs> the Houston Astros, we come on the air today. They just played a full uh, World Series game last night, and the uh, the Phillies still uh, haven't gotten a hit since that night. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. We saw a World Series game first time ever, a combined no-hitter. That happened last night. So it's now best of three with the game five tonight between Houston and Philadelphia, and there's a Thursday night football game tonight between Houston and Philadelphia, and I'll be honest with you, <laughs> the Astros, I think, have more home run hitters than the uh, Texans going into hey. tonight's game. Oh, come on. Hey. We'll discuss it. And... We'll discuss it. Nope, uh-huh. Philip Dorsett, you just mentioned. <laughs> Chris, some guy named Chris Moore is going to catch passes We'll tonight. have that uh, later on. Uh, good to see you over there, Christopher hey, Brockman. What's How up, are you? Rich? Well, I was better if, uh, right before Matt Ryan hit the three last night. No, it's unbelievable. So, oh, because I'm like, how does Matt Ryan have such a game, you know, with his shoulder hurt? Yeah, no, He's yeah. been benched. It's a different Matt Ryan that plays for the Lakers. A lot of LA fun Lakers, jokes huh? last night on Twitter about, like, uh, this Matt Ryan comes through in the clutch. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Damn. Oh, Who knew the Lakers had a player named Matt Ryan until he made that fadeaway three to force overtime and ruined Chris Brockman's uh, bets against the Lakers? Good to see you over there, TJ Mikey Diaz and Diaz Dutz. Good to see you. Uh, TJ Jefferson, light that candle, sir. Light it. Light it. Go ahead hey, and light it. Hey, you know, um, AEW Wrestling was last night, right? And yes. Right in the middle of a match. The cr- you could tell something was going on in the crowd, right? Because okay. all the crowd kind of stand up, and there was a murmur, mm-hmm. and they're not really watching the wrestling, and you can kind of see a figure walk by in the background, and then he sits down, and you figure out, because an MVP chant had started that. It was Lamar Jackson. It was Lamar. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Lamar, really? Lamar came in, and the crowd yeah. started chanting MVP, and Whoa, Chris Jericho threatened yeah. to beat him up later on, of course. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Lamar. Getting ready for appearing on this program. Yeah, I mean, I, we probably won't have enough time to get into it with him, but I figured I'd bring you it up. You know what? I'd bring it up. Why not? That's awesome. Why not? I, I honestly didn't know where you were going with that. Because you're telling the story as you were lighting the candle. I honestly thought that the payoff was going to be somebody was lighting a candle, of, a scented candle at the AEW event. <laughs> I don't know why. You I'm never so know naive. where I'm going to go in the beginning I'm with these so things. I'm you so know? damn naive. Also, Rich, real quick, congratulations on your $6 Powerball win last Yay. night. Nobody won the jackpot. 
$1.5 billion on Saturday. I guess I'll win it on Saturday. So that's why I'm here today. Actually, you know, you know what I want to discuss with a little bit something about that later. Please bring it up again later if I if I forget. Uh, what the fact that I told you remember. I'd still come to work <laughs> no. even if I won the Powerball. Yes, ball? exactly. I want to talk about that. I would um, until you yelled at so me. So let's uh, let's let's get this show started. <laughs> Look, man, and uh, ladies, and everybody out there, um, I, I honestly do not wake up every day saying, "How can I pound the table about life and society and be." somebody who might come across as an activist okay i honestly do not i'm thrilled to have this show and i'm thrilled to have a platform and a partner um in the roku channel um who is like you know what's on your mind go ahead and talk about it on channel 210 every day um and the same thing with westwood one radio and sirius xm and everybody else and 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 i'm i'm thrilled to have that latitude um, and as you know, I don't I don't take those lanes very often. But when I do, it's because I'm very passionate about something. And I think I, something needs to be said. And I said that about Kyrie Irving earlier this week. And um, and uh, again, the the fact that he posted on his Twitter account a link to a viciously anti-Semitic documentary. Um. And then argued about it with a member of the media who brought up also the Alex Jones um, video that he had put on his Instagram weeks before and said that 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 talking about that video and not other ones that he's put out there kind of was funny and hilarious to him, even though he's using those words sarcastically and um and, it's t- and then he said, don't dehumanize me. And he said that to our third hour guest, the ESPN reporter covering the next Nets, Nick Friedel. And so um, that kind of set me off like, OK, you're the one being dehumanized. How about the Jewish people that are being dehumanized? And the fact that he puts it out on his Twitter feed, which is, I'm assuming, the same spot where he had promoted, say, Uncle Drew, which, by the way, I miss the Uncle Drew <laughs> Kyrie Irving Man, do I miss that guy a lot. <laughs> I was into that guy. <laughs> uh, I was into buying his shoes for my kids. I was into all of that. Man, that was funny. And he's, he was great in it. Funny. Different times, right? But when, when, when his Twitter account that I'm assuming was used to promote that and other charitable works by him, and now what's this anti-Semitic laden documentary. Whoa. Oh, I went out to all 4 million of his followers, huh? And then he argues about it. And um, I, I had to say something, right? And the Nets since then have uh, hidden him from the media. Hidden him. Because you're supposed to speak after each game. That's what's required of you as an NBA player. And he's played two games since then in Neither time was he available for the media. And Sean Marks, the um, general manager, in between those two games, fired his coach and, um, and in so doing said that they're purposely allowing Kyrie to not fulfill his obligations as an NBA player to speak to the media after games because, you know, they just let's, everything needs to be you know, calmed down. You know, there's lots going on and he doesn't want to fuel the fire. And I took that to mean, well, it's because Kyrie wouldn't dampen the fire. 
because he kind of, I, I mean, until he says something, I, 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 you have to think he believes the stuff that's in this documentary. So out comes a statement yesterday from the Nets, Kyrie Irving, and the Anti-Defamation League, who apparently met with Kyrie, and they, they put their heads together and come up with a statement announcing that Kyrie Irving is going to donate half a million dollars, which is a significant amount of money, obviously, in this day and age, too, um, along with the Nets, together, a million dollars, towards, if you wouldn't mind putting it up on the screen here, um, communities that are affected by hate speech and Kyrie in the statement says, I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression and stand strong with communities that are marginalized and impacted every day. I'm aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community and I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. I'm a human being learning from all walks of life and I intend to do so with an open mind and a willingness to listen. So from my family and I, we meant no harm to any one group race or religion of people and wish to only be a beacon of light of truth and light and i i saw that and i read that and i thought to myself is that it i mean i'm i'm not shaking my finger at a million dollars towards i guess uh, again affecting communities that uh are are affected by hate speech. I don't know where those communities are or what those programs that this money's going towards are or what have you, but is that it? That we're now still not going to hear from Kyrie Irving? I don't get to hear from him in his mouth and his facial expressions and see him say this. It's a statement where he doesn't agree with all. Like, what do you then agree with from this documentary then? What do you? Will they now place him in front of the media and he will not have to answer any questions about this at all? He could say, I've already put out the statement. Next question. And anybody who dares to ask him a follow-up question is now going to try and what become famous by making an Instagram video of him not answering questions? Is that is that now going to be posited of any member of the media who dares to answer a follow-up question or delve into his thought process? You know who thinks that that's not enough either? His name is Adam Silver, the commissioner of the National Basketball Association who just this very morning put out a statement calling Irving's decision to post a link to a film containing deeply offensive anti-Semitic material, Reckless. While we appreciate the fact that he agreed to work with the Brooklyn Nets and the Anti-Defamation League to combat anti-Semitism and other forms of discrimination, I'm disappointed that he has not offered an unqualified apology and more specifically denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film he chose to publicize. I will be meeting with Kyrie in person in the next week to discuss this situation. Two words. Commissioner Silver, I've never said. Or to any commissioner, I guess. Attaboy. Yeah. That's perfectly hits it on the head here. And 
you know, I know there will be many others who will say, why won't you just suspend the guy? Anthony Edwards was suspended, or he was fined at least, for fined, yeah. for using a homophobic slur. Remember Myers, uh, Myers Leonard was uh, fined $50,000 and ultimately got shipped out of town and, for doing something And like so this. Kyrie hasn't said the slur. He just linked to a video that is filled with lies and thus slurs. So there is a lot of parsing as to what's suspendable and what's not. And I'll just place that aside and leave that into the man whose pay grade is associated with having such tough decisions like the commissioner of the NBA. But he felt the same way I did, which is like, wait, wait a minute. I I mean, all well and good. Obviously, you're giving money towards combating anti-Semitism and hate speech. Got it. And that you are a human. Yes, that you're trying to learn, understand, understood. Deshaun Jackson, you remember, posted something vile similarly and then had meetings and then apologized and moved on and I mean, it's happened before. I get it. Totally get it. And, um, but here, he's got to say something. We got to hear from him. You can't just say, oh, I put it in a statement. That's the end of it. Nice and neat. Put to bed. Nuh-uh. So the commissioner said that. And I do want to say one more thing here. Because every single time I've said something like this, I see, I see um, responses to me from people of color who think that I'm seeing color in making these comments when I'm not hammering Brett Favre as hard. So I will just say this, okay? Favre, what he has apparently done and allegedly done in the state of Mississippi is beyond the pale horrible. And I think when he hired one of the one of the uh, many lawyers that you'll see on TV these days who then came out with a statement saying he didn't know anything about anything essentially And we're seeing texts that he sent to the governor at the time in Mississippi saying, will anything of the nature of what we're talking about get out to the media? Oh, okay. So you didn't know, huh? Right. Why else are you sending texts saying, will anything get out there? And you're taking money from disadvantaged people, many of them people of color, to try and build a volleyball stadium? Welfare money. So, to me, it has nothing to do with each other. And I just wanted to at least have folks hear that from me. They're mutually exclusive. Plus, Favre is not even a, an active player with four and a half million followers out there. Saying, hey, everybody, check out how um, this documentary is uh, talking about people of the Jewish faith at a time when uh, Kanye West is saying everything 
that's given safe harbor to a lot of Nazis out there. So I had to say something. Now then, we'll take a break and return to the tour department of the sports world. Although Nick Friedel will be on this program in hour number three. He covers the Nets. He'll be the one who's going to have to ask questions of Kyrie whenever the Nets deem it fine for him to start talking. Uh, and, and, and when he does, I imagine the cover uh, of it will also be that they've hired a coach who got suspended by the team that swept them out of the playoffs last year for something we still don't know all the details about, except it was horrible enough for the team that swept the Nets out of the playoffs last year to suspend him for the year and then still just allow him to walk to the Nets as he's expected to do. So there's that in hour three. Lamar's on the program. Did I mention Lamar Jackson's on this program? Heard of him. Fresh off the AEW event. <laughs> I love that he showed up to that last night. Uh, I also have the uh, top five most disappointing teams of the NFL campaign through the first eight weeks. We've also not gone higher register in a while. For those folks who might be new to this program who don't know what I'm talking about, guess what? We'll fill you in on that. But when we come back, one of the most fascinating teams in the NFL, they were one of my top five most fascinating teams of the season coming into the year. And they are certainly one of those. And they are a team that uh, started like a house of fire and is now catching fire once again. I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins made a move today and man their quarterback is talking smack <laughs> and it's so out of character for him and i'm going to try and one more time remind him it should be part of his character that's coming up 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this busy thursday edition of the rich eisen show passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Looking to buy a new home? Navy Federal Credit Union has loan options and resources that help their members save and make sure they get the best deal. Right now, Navy Federal will contribute up to $1,000 as a lender credit towards closing costs on your new home. Plus, members save on their monthly payments since there's no requirement for private mortgage insurance, and that's not all. Navy Federal offers low rates and fees, too, so you could save even more. And Navy Federal's experts can help you choose the best option for you. So the home loan process is as smooth an experience as possible. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender qualifying members with purchase mortgage applications after 9-16-22 may receive up to $1,000 towards actual closing costs. Apply to closing with no cash back and subject to loan program maximum contribution amounts and contribution limits. Term subject to change. Ask your loan officer for details. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. So, one of the last trades made at the deadline's deadline, does that make sense? Was the Miami Dolphins chiming in. This is, We were going out the door on, uh, on Tuesday. Right. We were on an hour to go. You're like, hey, Rich, is one last one to talk about. What is that? Chris, like that, I think that might have been the uh, actual exchange. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the transcript in front of me. <laughs> Bradley Chubb going from the Broncos to the Miami Dolphins. Now, there was a lot of talk that maybe the Jets were interested in him. This could be another one of those interesting things. Remember, we, we were talking about McCaffrey, and you're hearing about the Niners, and the Rams were interested. Rams don't get him, Niners do. Guess what happens? The Rams beat the Niners, uh, lose to the Niners as McCaffrey scores three different ways. So if in week 17 it all comes down to it and Zach Wilson has Bradley Chubb draped all over him and the Dolphins make the playoffs and the Jets don't because that would mean they would split the season series. Not too shabby. But if Bradley Chubb comes around the end and takes down Josh Allen when these two teams face each other in a huge December battle, that'll be, let me make sure I have this correct, Uh, Buffalo has Miami at home week 15. That's pretty big. That is pretty, pretty big. So Chubb is one of the best in the business. He's a team leader. And now, guess what? He's got a new contract. That happened this very morning, announced. A deal that could be worth up to uh, $119 bucks. Six-year deal. Look how he is smiling. Why not? Yeah, he's happy. Why not? Welcome to South Florida. Welcome to no state income tax. Bradley Chubb through the 2027 season, living in South Florida, playing in South Florida. And the offense seems to be on the up and up too, huh? And what a way for the Dolphins to turn the 49ers straw into gold. The straw being the three first round selections they got to say, sure, you want to move all the way up to third overall in the 2020 uh, draft? You want to do that? And um, and take, uh, take Trey Lance? Oh, sure. Sounds good. 
or is that 2021 draft, right? So you've got, uh, no, 2020 draft, right? So you, you, you can trade up, and we'll take Jalen Waddell in that draft with your first-round pick. We'll move down, take your first-round pick, turn on the Jalen Waddell. And then this past offseason on the hell going on day, we'll take uh, uh, the first-round selection in this upcoming year's draft, 2022. Yep. So it was the 2021 draft. And boom. Tyree Kill. And now the uh, first-round pick next year, we won't have it now. It's okay. We got it from the Niners, and uh, we'll just uh, send it for Bradley Chubb, and we'll sign him long-term. So they got Chubb long-term, they got Tyreek Hill long-term, and Waddle's going to hit it one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Great stuff. Great stuff. You got to, you know, give it up. If the quarterback is the guy, right? And it seems like they got their guy. I anointed to a, um elite just the other day. 2022, he has been terrific when he has been healthy. Obviously, that's an issue, maybe. We'll find out longer term. But right now, guy's elite. And you know what I've said about Tua as well, outside of the fact that I have anointed him as a guy who sees the field right now. And not only sees the field, executing this offense that Mike McDaniel has brought in for him. Talking him up. Tyree Kill talking him up. If he only talked himself up like that is all I keep saying. And when he does step out of his very sweet demeanor and starts getting all salty, I love it. <laughs> We've even nicknamed him Salty Tua. You've got the drop, the uh, not the new drop, Mike, but the, the drop from uh, this past summer when he was talking about throwing deep balls in, uh, in practice. Going into the season in training camp. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. And I heard that, and I'm like, yeah, more of that. More of that. So Tua appeared at the podium yesterday. (laughs) Asked about what he's improved on. The beginning of the year to now. Okay? And this was his answer. Go for it. Where do you think you've grown the most, and where do you want to see yourself grow more in the second half to make a stretch run? Um, well, I, I think I've uh, grown a lot with the deep balls, huh? Don't we think? Yeah. That was a, probably a subtle jab, but it was a jab. Huh? So I would say the deep ball, and then uh, I can continue to get better on the deep ball. So. And then he walked off. That was a walk-off line. I was a Costanza. Now, what's he referring to? You know what he's referring to? Would you like to know what he's referring to? I mean, I think I have an idea, but yes. I Here's what he's to referring know. to. This throw yeah. on May 10th, 2022, that was sent out by the Dolphins media Twitter account of Tua finding Tyreek Hill in practice. And the ball wobbled in the air, and Tyreek had a slow up for it. Stop, essentially. Uh huh. That piece of video to this day, six point five million views. Wow, six and a half million views on the old Twitter machine, 
and it's sticking in there, and in that craw, Tua. <laughs> he remembers. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> he was talking about, I don't know about you, it looks like money during training camp, and now here he is. Now here he is in the midst of a terrific season. Leader in the NFL and with passer rating, right? Passer rating, QBR. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yards per attempt. He's hitting his back foot and slinging it around, right? Doing all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, baby. So here we go. Tua shows up and he says that. And all I have to say to to you is not salty enough. It's not salty enough. Not salty enough. It's not. Because when you say it, you don't need to point out it's a subtle jab, but a jab nonetheless, and then follow it up with, yeah, I could improve on it still. No. Play it one more time, and you tell me if you think it would be effective if you just stopped. Play it one more time. Hit it. Where do you think you've grown the most, and where do you want to see yourself grow more in the second half to make a stretch run? Um, well, I, I think I've uh, grown a lot with the deep balls, huh? Don't we think? Yeah. See, if you just stop there. Stop there. That was a, probably a subtle jab, but it was a jab. No, yeah. we know uh, it is. Yeah, we don't need so it. I would Hold say on. the deep ball. No, I don't. Yeah, no, then, just uh, leave it there. Stop. Keep I going. Better on the deep ball. Oh, no. Just walk off. Just walk off. It would be so much more effective. So. (laughs) But I like it. I like it. I need more. I need more facial hair, too. And I need a stare. You know? Oh. I need a stare. Wow. Not like a private pile stare. (laughs) Okay. But just like a blue steel, like a blue steel. Because he deserves it. He's earned this, baby. He's good. You are not going to want to face this team. And the question is, what's going to happen in the cold weather? That's why I love the addition of Jeff Wilson. Not like, you know, San Francisco, but all of the coldest what a winter you've ever spent as a summer in San Francisco. Correct. But they're going to have to start running it. They're going to have to start running it. And I keep telling everybody after this game at Chicago and then home for Cleveland and a bye and then home for Houston, it's that last six-game stretch. What's it going to look like then? At Three road games in a row. At the Niners, at the Chargers, at Buffalo. I'm circling one of the Chargers for Salty Tua to really come out because he's going against Justin Herbert. And if I'm Mike McDaniel, I am stoking that flame big time all week long. And I'm saying, Tua, this is your game. This is your game. Go into Justin Herbert's house and show everybody that we did take the right quarterback when he had a choice between the two of you. Let's go, Salty Tua. I'm worried about this weekend. It's going to be rainy, 30-mile-an-hour winds Saturday, 20-mile-an-hour winds Sunday in Great. Chicago. And then uh, that's when you uncork Jeff Wilson. And then, uh, again, you know, I know he's talking about the long, deep ball, but it's really the short, it's the short game, too. So... 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Lamar Jackson's coming up next hour. My top five most disappointing teams of the 2022 season uh, so far is coming up. We've got a higher register as well. Um, Kyrie Irving is talking. 
right now. And um, I'm seeing by his body language, he is doesn't appear to be a pleased man. So I don't know. We'll see what's going on with him. And then, of course, we've got Nick Friedel of the Brooklyn Nets beat uh, joining us in hour number three. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial here on the program. We'll take a break. And then when we come back, let's do our, our uh, fun and frolic for Thursday night football. And then what's going on in Major League Baseball from last night to tonight. Let's go. That's next. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Why don't why you like it when I talk about my championship you're and my fantasy in the league last year? You're sounding like 27 titles. It's fine. 7 and 0, oh, the Milwaukee Bucks. 7 and 0. Oh. Yeah, they're nice. I think the NBA would appreciate us talking actual basketball. Warriors three and five. Well, guess what's happening? Uh, oddly enough, on the way to tanking for uh, Victor Wembanyama. Crown Vic, DJ. Utah's six and three. Yeah, what are they doing? Lori <laughs> Markinen has not gotten the memo, huh? <laughs> we were talking about that on the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast, which, which just yeah. posted yesterday. Posted correct. The assignment yeah. has not been understood. The assignment, by some of these yeah, guys. yeah. Like, Teams that are uh, understanding the assignment, Detroit, Orlando, Houston, shout out. You understand the assignment. Houston's one and eight. Yeah. They want Team Vic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Orlando one and seven, Detroit two and seven. They're getting the me- they got the memo. They understand what's up. The Lakers are two and five. And the Warriors three and five. At what point if the Warriors keep struggling, is it, do people wonder if it's because um Draymond punched out Jordan Poole and they can't get past him? Are we like two weeks away from that, maybe? Is that what it is? Who's going to be the first? Do we, should we take a pool? Who's going to be the first in, uh, in, in, the, in the media world to, to throw that one out there? Uh, I'm sure that was said there, before the season tipped like, off. Like, when does that become a first take topic no, the, bar, that's, TJ? No, that, that's, that's been put to bed by the, the Warriors. And now if they're, let's just say, wake up December 1, Sitting there at 500 or a little bit less than that. Although, you know, I have Clay on the back-to-back champion uh, fantasy league. He hasn't been shooting well at all. They've lost three in a row to not really good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, how can you tell what's not really a good team? You're going to throw Utah in there as not really a good team? No, I'm talking about 
Charlotte's not good right now with uh, Lamelo out. Detroit's not good, mm-hmm. and the Heat are kind of not as what they've been in recent years. The Heat will be fine. That's exactly. I'm never concerned about them. No. What about your team, TJ? Which one? The one in the current city of champions that everybody's talking well, about. Well, I mean, you got this look on your face, and all you do is when the trolls have many. So well, I'm well, asking you, which one are you well, talking well, about? Well, I mean, both. Really, yeah. we were talking about that yesterday. Both. Well, the Clippers kind of. are. You know, you're, well, I'll talk about them later. The Clippers today. are 500, and it's just like, when, you know, how serious is Kawhi's knee? What, what right. the hell is happening? We'll, with that? We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later today, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Is that the, is that a higher register? Well, Rich, we don't want to give it away. Oh, okay. oh man. Sorry. No, I got to change it. Sorry. You don't have to change. Thursday night football tonight. Let's talk about that a little. Let's chop that up a little bit because it's the lone remaining. Yeah, we do. (laughs) The uh, in many people's uh, opinions, best team in football is playing tonight. Wait a minute, the Cowboys aren't playing tonight. The best team in football that beat the Dallas Cowboys is playing tonight. Eh, We were hurt. The last remaining undefeated team in the NFL is playing tonight. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll grant you that one. Oh, that the team, stuff. I don't know what you're saying. You know, the team that's number two in my power rankings is playing tonight. <laughs> that's objective. Wait a minute, they're number one in mine, so I guess I can't say exactly. What are you talking, talking about? about? You've had the Eagles Hold number on one all year. I know, it's been killing me. Hold on a minute. Every week. Now then, you think Eagles play the Bills in a football game, the Eagles win that football game? I mean, no one's beat the Eagles. You, let me, let me say it one more time. You believe T.J. Jefferson, mm-hmm. Eagles play the Bills. Let's just even throw it in a neutral site. Are we, are we site. talking a Super Bowl? Let's, let's talk a, that's really in the only a time. neutral site. In, in a Super Bowl. Eagles win that game. Yes. Why to, do you think so? As of today, as Walk of me through November 3rd. Uh, I'll bite. Walk me through it. I don't know, because Buffalo's never won a Super Bowl, and the Eagles no, are. That's I, not good enough uh, reason, no, obviously. No, it's not. But you're going to ask me. That's a coin toss between these two teams. How can you say the Bills are that much better than the Eagles. I could um let me see if I can give that a try. The Bills are that much better than the Eagles. Well, on paper the Eagles are better than the Bills. I think right? the Bills are better than the Eagles. So it's a think thing. It you a, think and I think. I I believe. <laughs> okay. And but by statistically the way, you know, speaking, <laughs> you want to talk about sneaking one just under the wire of the trade deadline, Naeem Hines. Hit him with the high. The Zach Moss. Why isn't he playing? Why don't the Bills like him? Why? What's going on? That that that's no that's no longer operative. Zach might be the lead back for the Indianapolis Colts this week because Jonathan Taylor's not practicing Zach again. Will be. We'll see if he's practicing again today. He didn't do it yesterday. Right. He can't get through this ankle injury. He can't knock it out. What happened? I don't know, man. I mean, Jonathan Taylor. And by the way, the the Indianapolis won't have their bye till week fourteen. So they're, you know, a week's rest is not around the corner at all. But the yeah, the ego, the uh, Colts have got uh, a game at New England. <laughs> By the way, you know who's going to be the honorary captain for the Colts in that game? Ryan Grigson's going to be the uh, <laughs> the honorary Colts captain for that. I think one. it's it's in Indy. I think it's a home game for the Colts. Uh, no, sir. It's not. No. Are you sure? Yeah, buddy. Indianapolis at New England. Fire up the uh, fire up the Foghorn for wow. third downs. Get the muskets going. Baby. Yeah, get them going. By the way, I've never been more like you know at, at football oh, games. Yeah, right. At football games, uh, flyovers when you don't expect it. Just think, oh my god, what the hell was that? Right. But you never expect ever when you're standing there on the sideline at New England, getting ready to go on the air, 
uh, a 70 year old man dressed like Paul Revere firing <laughs> off a musket right near your head. You just never <laughs> see that one coming. No, 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 no. That's right there. You're never ready for that. Yeah, I just like at one point turn it on. I'm like, hey, dudes, can you give me a heads up when you're firing? Like, can you can you tell can you tell me to the whites of my eyes that you're getting ready to fire, please? <laughs> Treat me like I'm Concord and you're Lexington. All right. Wow. I'm giving lessons here. All right, I put up this poll question. Tell me what you guys think about this. Philly fans, would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather tonight? You want a game five win? You got to choose a game five win. Eagles win tonight to remain undefeated, but the the Phillies lose, or Eagles get upset, 14 point favorites, get upset. But the Phillies go up three two. Oh. So why does why why do why do you tie in the Philadelphia They're Phillies winning a game five? The only way in your construct they can win a game five is Eagles if they get upset. upset. Yeah, Eagles get upset. They win both. Do you want the Eagles basically? Do you want the Eagles to stay undefeated, or do you want the Phillies to take a three two lead? There's no there's no argument there. Really, really. I think Phillies take a three games to two lead. will win that by a margin yeah, of nine to one. Nine to one. Nine to one. Ninety percent, ten percent. Early results in, it's three to one. It's 75-25. Okay, right? there you go. It's because yeah. only four people have voted. <laughs> eh, we got a few hundred. <laughs> well, that's not a bad hit rate that you post something in 10 seconds later, four people have voted. Nah, I posted it like 20 minutes ago. Damn, that's not good for us. Well, you got to hit it. Your amplification, your promotion, if you will. Eagles are winning tonight. Uh, I think. Well, I mean, look, if Derrick Henry ran like that, by the way, he didn't practice yesterday. Maybe they just gave him the day off. Nice, nice uh, 40 touch Sunday. Let's give you a break. (laughs) You would hope so. Um, So, and they, well, they got the Chiefs on a Sunday night. He better lose that that questionable designation. A little risk. So, um, and they're coming off a bye, and it's the. To Andy Reid. I mean, I, I, exactly. I'm, I'm wondering what what you set the over under on Sunday uh, morning pregame shows. The the mention of Andy Reid's post buy record. Maybe that's why Derek like aggregate. If somebody I'll, watches I'll tell you all what of it together, is. do you know what it is? Um, well, what would it be? Since, he's been coaching since '99. Okay, so are you asking me to do the math on that? So that's no. Uh, I'll, I'll tell. I mean, I have the record. Twenty. He's tw- how many games is it? Well, how twenty. Many games? It's so far. It's been. This is the twenty fourth game. Because of I believe there were a couple of years where there were multiple buys, if I'm not mistaken. There might have been. All right, so 24. This is the 24th game after a buy. 24th game after a buy. Uh, so there's 23 previous. I will say he's 21-2 and two after oh, a buy. Rich, so close. 20-3. and three. There you go. And two of those losses have been with the Chiefs. He was amazing with Philadelphia. Don't give Andy Reid a week to prepare. That's the dreadful... Uh, or the over the overused phrase, but the the Eagles are 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 bringing one of the best run games to town, and and AJ Brown just had a monster game. He Jalen did, four TDs. and it seems like Brandon Cooks is um, well, it's not he's definitely not playing. He's been ruled out for the game tonight. He's one of those healthy scratches. He took personal time this week and thus did not practice. And one must wonder if the personal time is him saying. Why the hell did you not trade me right. the hell out of here? <laughs> like, the P stands for pissed. And uh, their answer might be, go talk to your agent. You got $18 million guaranteed next year. So right. I guess some teams wanted us to eat that stuff, and we're not doing that. So help us with Davis Mills, why don't you? 
And their second best receiver, Nico Collins, Michigan guy, got the groin. He's out this week. Yep. So they're going with a bunch of guys you never heard of. Mm. You said Philip Dorsett is the guy tonight? Philip Dorsett. And you want to pick him up Chris in fantasy? Moore. Yeah, well, he's going to get 12 targets. Well, but if you think he's going to get 12 targets, you don't think the Eagles think he's going to get 12 targets? So it's like, Slay, you get him. <laughs> yeah, Bradbury, who, who might be the second best yeah. uh, playing cornerback in the league. You, you, you get Chris Moore. I'm not going to pick him up. I'm just... yeah, I, would, I would counsel against it. I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch this game with a 10-foot pole well, either. Because you, you, I'm just saying to you. We have A.J. For... Brown tonight. Well, well we have, he's a must start. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of what you guys call gambling. <laughs> yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Derrick Henry ran for 200-some-odd yards against this team last week, and the Titans only won by seven. Now, I will say Jalen Hurts has a, a lot more on the ball than Malik Willis, one would say. So uh, I would say it's yeah. not going to be close. I don't know, man. But, uh, I don't know. You never know. Could be one of those Thursday nighters where Al Michaels is just staring at the clock. <laughs> My buddy. I bet we get a lot of, uh, you know, backroom gambling references you think from, so? from Al tonight. <laughs> God bless that national treasure of a man. And then there's the World Series last night. What the hell was that? I mean, we've literally we've never seen anything like it. I guess. Not, I mean, how many of us were alive in 1956 and watched Don Larson? I mean, you know what I mean? I guess Christian Javier wasn't tipping anything last night, huh? He was dynamite. He was just tipping the boat over. Dynamite. You man. imagine you're a Phillies fan and you're like, let's get game four tickets. And you watch what happened in game three. Yeah, home run of Palooza. Oh. And you don't see a single hit. Oof. Zeros all the way across. So Javier sick. and three relievers. No hits. None of them. Alex Bregman. Is he just the best? Clutch. He's now the favorite for uh, World Series MVP. He's also on a, he's on a path to Cooperstown, wouldn't you say? He's on a path. He's on a path. He's on the path. God, he's so good. He's so good. I just love him. I just love I just love I just love everything about him. I love he's such a gamer. I love that his gamer is number two because he loves Jeter. His dad's a Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. I'd love for him to play for the Yankees. <laughs> I bet you would. Alex, would you like it? Um, and just again, he's he he he's also been on this show and he says that, you know, guys in my age and my position in this sport, we should promote it more, right? He did. He I was here talking about a YouTube it. page and content. He's so worthy of all the accolades and him just balling out, man. It's great. You mentioned going to game four. Uh, one of the writers on Sarah's show that she works on, The Pylon, this guy Pat Barker, is diehard Philly. He flew went. back to go to the game. Oh, my God. So he was there last night. And but he go to, did he at least go to game three? He saw that? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Bo- yeah, he That's went good. to both those games. And... He said he was also at Roy Halladay's no-hitter back in 2010 in the playoffs. Which was the last one done in the postseason, period. So there have been three postseason no-hitters, and this guy, Pat, has been at two of them. Wow. <laughs> Does he, did, he have, did he have a relative that, would, that, that did go to Don Larson's perfect game? I'm not sure. All right, let that me, was pretty amazing. Let me hit this uh, silly poll question with a retweet. <laughs> How many Astros do you think are on their way to Cooperstown? I'll, Looking at man. three for sure, right? Well, Verlander, Altuve, Tuve, and Bregman. Bregman. I mean, if Jordan keep, keeps and then, on this and then pace. I'm, now he was the one I was going to bring what up. About, I mean, now I know it's up obviously super early. But, well, Verlander, don't forget, too. Well, he was the first one yeah, to yeah, said. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jeremy Pena, if he, you know, I mean, obviously he's only in his early in his career. How but. about this one? Dusty Baker. 
got to win this one. I think he's got. I don't know if Dusty has to win, Dusty. man. You talk about a guy who's devoted his know, life to the I game. Know. Come baseball. on, man. There's got to be if, if you don't, if that's not rewarded, then he was an an outstanding Los Angeles Dodger yeah. too. Also, and he played, and he played for the, you know, he played for the Braves. He was on deck. I when, was to say, want to answer one of the trivia questions? When Hank Aaron, you know, yeah. homered past Ruth, and then so many incredible moments. Dusty Baker in the dugout. You know what I saw a video of the other day? Remember his kid came out and tried to grab the bat during yeah. the World Series. J.T. Snow like snagged him as he was crossing as he home slid plate. home plate. Yeah, one of the baby. greatest slides in the history of the game. Love it. Safe at home too. And and keeping his child, Dusty's kid, safe at home. That was unbelievable. I mean, Dusty Baker. Three-time manager of the year. He's he's a Hall of Famer. World Series champion. Two-time silver slugger. Gold glove winner. National League championship. At the very least, let's put his toothpick in the Hall of Fame. Right? Come on. <laughs> Him and Razor Ramon, man. Him and Razor Ramon. UL Washington had a great UL one, Washington, too, back yeah. in the day for the Royals. And me every other day. There you go, TJ. I think you should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I'm saying I usually have a toothpick, and you might not even know this. Well, I can't see it from over here. (laughs) I'm a 53-year-old with a lot of issues going on. on. I get it. Lamar Jackson in hour number two. My top five most disappointing teams so far coming up. They're still here on Roku. So you think it's obvious that Philly fans would want to eat Philly? Right now, I I hit it with a retweet, and it's it's, uh, three to one still. All right. It's going to be I, – I don't understand. I mean, they must be Eagles fans just, who don't root for the Phillies. How do you, that how do you say, yeah, you know what, I want my team to stay undefeated at 8-0. <laughs> Over- and, 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 and you know what, Harper and the rest of those guys can win two in a row in that band box in Houston. We'll do it. No, thank you. <laughs> this is a – as you know, there's two different types of game five. There's – Decisive games five, game fives, mm-hmm. and there are pivotal game fives. Decisive game fives are the ones where um, one decisive. team's up three one could be yeah. decisive, and the pivotal one though is tonight with the whole Pivot series either way. Underdogs are four zero in the series. Phillies underdog tonight. How does? Can you help me with that? Oh, how does one decide what an underdog in baseball is? Uh, a lot of it is um, pitching matchup and and home field. So yeah. Verlander takes the bump tonight for Houston. Who's been terrible, 0-8 in World Series games. Are we understating the fact that we watched a no-hitter last night in uh, the World Series? Well, it's because he doesn't consider it a no-hitter. Yeah, the but problem is, is that it was combined. It doesn't matter, Chris, because to, it get does a no, matter, it, to get a no-hitter, one guy has to be perfect, right? But if you bring in other people and they're perfect as well, isn't that harder uh, to have someone come in and, and help and stay well, perfect? Well, those five guys on the screen made history.